I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Not a good showing for the wizard. Hey, surprise, motherfucker. We could uh, hide in the hay and all jump out. Yeah, get out of my way. Out of my way, loser. If we quip until we're out of time, she'll just have to die. Be strong. Very strong. She's got a toe. Wait, that's even worse, I think. <laughs> All right, let's get in position. Um, should you be drinking? That's okay, Red. Like you're at a really awkward barbecue. That was a good ocean. I was really not sure which way you were. God damn it. Every time. I just want to play D&D. Fall later, attack now. <laughs> Shame. This is season two, episode 42, The Midnight Carnival, 10 p.m. MVP this week is Joe. <laughs> Bag of holding from the Discord sent in that request because without her, there would be no dice shame. Thank you, Joe, from all of us here. You're this week's MVP. Aw, thanks, guys. And if you want to nominate an MVP, just join our Discord and find the channel Dice Shame MVP and fill in the form. We'll read out your words on air, and you can nominate anybody who enjoys this show. All right, should we play some D&D? Let's do it. The sun begins to set on Slatefell. Several townsfolk hurry to their homes, the jovial spirit from the afternoon somewhat dampened by the coming night. Who knows when an attack might come from the stone giants? The sentries atop the wall are vigilant, looking out into the valley, focused on the evils outside the town. In the town square, the three wagons appear to be unattended under the chains that stretch from rooftop to rooftop. Each wagon, however, has a lantern lit just outside. With a creak, the wagon's rear door opens and a pale ankle stretches down for the cobblestones. Dressed for the cooler evening, but no less beautifully than this afternoon, the woman known as Ossipete descends, assisted by a walking stick, patting her skirt pockets and securing the door with a slim key. The sunset colors her cheeks attractively and her sharp eyes scan the square for a moment before she heads off on foot. 
The tavern is spacious but humble, lit by the fireplace and some candles, with perhaps 30 patrons creating a pleasant hum of noise. A man leans casually on the wall beside the bar, his strong chin cut with short stubble, an easy twinkle in his eye. He's handsome, in a simple way, and honest-looking, a mostly full pint of beer held in a calloused hand. As the door opens to reveal the heavily pregnant silhouette of Ossipete, a few conversations die down to whispers for just a moment. She doesn't seem to notice. Walking over to the bar, she orders a cup of wine and then strikes up a conversation with another man beside her who looks to be an off-duty soldier. He is immediately blushing from her attentions. The man who's leaning against the wall can almost hear the conversation if he was just a little closer. Red, what do you do? You got this, Red. You got this. Red's like turned around for a second. He's talking to himself against the wall, giving himself a little pep talk. You are the handsome Peter Refrington. Be the Refrington. Be the Refrington. Be the Refrington. Red downs the drink, and he mutters to himself as he walks over and slides between the two and orders a drink. I'll have, an, I'll have another one of these. And he points to an empty hand with no glass in it. Uh, what he was drinking, I mean. Pregnant and on her second glass of wine. So <laughs> you know who we're dealing with. <laughs> you imagine Red says that. Um, should you be drinking? <laughs> she's, she's got like four cigarettes. She's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me, excuse me. And then he like turns his back towards the soldier, sort of like severing the conversation. It's kind of busy in here, don't you think? It is, yes. For such a small town, I wasn't expecting such a lively scene. No, me neither. Me me neither. And Red, realizing that maybe the cat can hear voices as well, suddenly gets nervous and starts trying to cover his voice. So, um, you and, uh, you you were part of that, um, uh, troop that was presenting in the city square. Did you enjoy the show? Very much so, very much so. I found, uh... I found your uh, works quite um, enthralling, if I do say so myself. And what's your name? Refrington, Refrington, Peter, Peter Refrington. That's a lovely name. Thank you. I I thought so myself. <laughs> I picture Red being like, and then doing a fake stretch to like <laughs> make a reason for why he went. Yeah. Peter Refrington. Um, <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> and Red takes a sip, like a shaky sip of the of the drink that's just been poured to him. Very strong. <clears throat> Very strong. I like the way I like it. So <clears throat> it's stuffy in here, don't you find it? It's not bad. Kind of chilly out tonight. So tell me about yourself, Peter. Oh well, um, the Refringtons are a noble race. Um branching off from the House of Wands, out of Waterdeep, actually. We, um, married uh, into the family from Silvery Moon, the, the mother of the Wand family, and, uh, uh you know, we're, we're well known as uh, architects, traveling the land, uncovering uh, mysterious things buried in the ground. Architects? It's very strange. 
I was under the impression that everyone who lived here had been living here for generations upon generations. Ah, yes, so that's why we had to sever ties from the Wand family. See, this, um, this town was founded <coughs> by the, um, goblins. Uh, well, not by them, but the gnomes in the, in the, uh, in the sorry, did I say goblins? <laughs> Red takes another sip. <laughs> you know, I, it, it's so stuffy in here. I, I, I'll just be honest, and Red, like, takes a deep breath. I think you're one of the most striking beauties I've ever seen. And I was wondering if you'd like to perhaps go for a late-night stroll. A, a place that you and I <clears throat> that you and I could perhaps talk more intimately. So an elbow's not in my back, you know that, you know? Possibly. Roll a deception check, first of all, because <laughs> that's a whole pack of lies. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration. <laughs> yeah, good call. I think that's probably Take a, a deep bet. breath, Red. You got this. <sighs> okay. <laughs> that's a good, a, a good sign. Yep. <laughs> Six and a half? <laughs> that's a crack die. So right? <laughs> we round up. It's okay. <laughs> uh, no, that's a 15 plus three for deception, so 18. Okay. I feel good about that. What do you say, uh, ma'am? Mm-hmm. She starts walking her hand up your arm. Surely you're already spoken for by some beautiful woman in the village. Well, the truth is, I am. I'm quite embarrassed to do this because I've been married for well on twenty years. How old? We were very young, very, very young. (laughs) She was nearly an infant. Not an infant. No, No, I just mean, I mean, emotional. Emotionally, she was an infant. Wait, that's even worse, I think. (laughs) I I was also an infant. We were an infant bride. Red Red takes another sip of his drink. (laughs) Just drinks long. He's like eyes darting around as he drinks. You're a fascinating man, Peter. In fact, the whole wedding, everybody was infants. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, but not, not truly an infant. What I mean to say is that emotionally, we were both immature. Sure, and not ready for marriage, and oh, maybe I shouldn't be here. You know, I, I'm a good family man with children, and I, I, this was a mistake. And Red turns around. Children, you say? Yes, I'm quite fertile. <laughs> tasty, tasty children. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I have seventeen. <laughs> Jesus, he's a hot dog. It makes sense. What are you a dugger? Wow. <laughs> I understand that sometimes. A man has desires. But acting on them would be purely, uh, it'd be so, so very, uh, and Red like takes a step towards her. Wrong. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that to Jessica, to Jessica. It would be unfair. I think you're right, it is a little stuffy in here. No, you're a temptress, I swear, but a short walk couldn't hurt. I have to make sure it's away from prying eyes. Come. And Red leads her out back. Awesome. Great job. <laughs> I feel like I'm just listening to you guys flirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring it. But I like the idea that Red, because Red was like born in a litter. Like, I love the idea that the object of like how many children are normal never came up. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, in a nearby barn, the vaulted ceiling is quilted with cobwebs. As you take your agreed-upon positions, the old wood creaks underfoot with any tiny shift in movement. Jack, Mari, Doran, how have you prepared for this? Doran is pacing this barn. And at this point, he's like coming down the wooden ladder 
that's going into the hayloft, and he's like, uh, Well, I've done my initial inspection of the area, and, uh, well, we've got a couple options. We can uh, set up a trap and, uh, you know, tie our legs up in some sort of pulley system, and he's kind of pointing up and pointing over. We could uh, hide in the hay and all jump out. We could stand on either side of the door, and when she walks in the door, come down with a clobbering axe fell on her head, or... Although, with that sort of option, what happens if you hit red, right? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I I don't think the best idea is to just start blindly swinging, and Mari's sitting up in the hayloft, and her legs sort of swing over, because she's just been sort of laying there in the hay. I do kind of like the idea of prying up a couple of floorboards and digging Mm. out a big pit underneath it, and sort of walking her into the pit. Yeah, but have we got the time? Mm. Oh, I got magic. Oh. Like the digging part, I'm really not worried about. Uh, Where we're going to hide the dirt, second question, but... Well, you know what? There's no plan like being prepared. So why don't we do it, you know, multiple different angles? So like we'll we'll pry up a couple floorboards and dig a big hole. But if she doesn't walk in that far, maybe we should have a backup plan like... uh, Hit her with a lot of magic. Mari's sitting up there with Miranda, and they're just, just like, so, is she actually your mom? <laughs> this, this seems confounding on multiple levels, but... Well, she doesn't have a maternal bone in her body, um, if that's what you're asking. Technically, they say that she birthed me. Um, I mean, that also sounds upsetting in a kind of body horror way. <laughs> well... More upsetting than that, um, she tends to leave her infants with other families. Um, Like, she swaps them out. And uh, so I was raised by a different family until I was eight or nine, I guess. And then they came back and retrieved me. Mm. I mean, you, you can't imagine these creatures raising babies. They just, they are not nurturing so they let other people do it. What do they do with the babies they take? I don't want to talk about it. Do you feel like it's time to have a little bit of uh, having it out with your family? It would be nice to say some things before she fucking dies, I guess. If that's what we're talking about here. All right. Well, if you want to confront her, I'll back you up. And uh, if you hear me yell, just get out of the way. because uh, And she sort of snaps her fingers and uh, just a... Uh, through druid craft some water comes out of the air mm-hmm. you might need to learn how to swim real quick oh i've seen what you can do mm. oh will she melt in water <laughs> god <laughs> i hope so favorite play. i heard some witches melt in water i don't think so doran but damn it's very creative of you well i heard it once in a play all right let's get in position yeah well i'm gonna be standing here by the door red but i'm gonna cover myself in hay just so actually here in out. the call. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I was FYI, worried. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you sure like, you don't I... want to be somewhere more so she doesn't have to get in the room, turn to her right, see a dwarf, and be like, what's happened? Like maybe well, hopefully she one turn got to like her right. four pieces of hay stuck in his beard, maybe, and that's it. Maybe under the stairs. Hey, surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. His literal axe is just like screaming. Fred does his jaw properly. <laughs> She shouldn't have any reason to take his her eyes off of him, you know. It's it's a barn door. It's it it's got a moment to swing. It's not instantaneous. Is all I'm saying. Red. 
You are heading towards this barn that you've already scouted out, where you know your friends are waiting. And Ossipete turns to you. You've been kind of coyly exchanging some banter, walking through a darkened alley. Her fingers interlace through yours. Does she feel your paw? No. Red wore gloves. Okay, was really clever because he was like, and again, I love this idea of like smashing back to being like, Red's walking into the barn and being like, oh, and Jack, throw me those gloves you wear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be all covered in cat hair. (laughs) That's that's the post-credit scene where Jack gets his like greasy gloves back and he's like, oh, these are a gift. Greasy, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, so she feels like these, you know, kind of like skin gloves. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you know they're like leather if they're jacks. They're like nice. They're human <laughs> Lamb skin. skin. They're all the fashion in Waterdeep two seasons ago, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had time to go shopping. Since well, then. I've been in the field. No wonder you don't get invited to those parties like you used to. <laughs> Ossipete intertwines her fingers through yours and then tries to push you up against the wall of a building. Oh. She leans in for a kiss. <laughs> 20 years, also, Pete. I mean, I can't I can't just uh, throw that away in a, in a night. I mean, oh, but you're so gorgeous. And he, like, uses it as, like, a moment to, like, break. Oh, the moonlight reflecting in your eyes is, is like the twinkle of a moon in an eye. Kiss me right now. I want to more than anything. But, and he, like, feigns looking around at the buildings, you know, to see... My cousin Vinny works in these buildings. Make another deception check. (laughs) Hey, it's me. Get out of here. That's another great play, but I... Mari, enact plan B minus two. Plan Vinny. (laughs) She's leaning out the window. Yo, I'm trying to sleep here. It's not Vincenzo, like the human Italian name. It's (laughs) Vinizal Gijal. Anybody want to like throw me an inspiration or something? I got an inspiration. I will send you red. Uh, yeah. so it's my gloves hold, yes. holding your hand. It's got to be. Go. I'm, we're rolling contested. I promise I won't say anything stupid again. Oh, that's even better. Dirty 20. Whoa. All right. She tries to lean in to kiss you once more, and then, rebuffed by your explanation, she turns her head in what almost seems to be a mockery of shame. Mm. Red knows a lot about mocking. <laughs> And he takes a step forward and he's like, I don't think I can hold it anymore. I must have you. And he darts around and he spins on the corner and opens the barn door. And She follows you just a moment later into the darkness. And Red enters and says, I hope Hay is comfortable enough for the sex. And Red slowly. <laughs> Just end the episode there. It's great. <laughs> and then, and then Red shuts the door. Everyone who is in hiding must make a stealth check. Doran could be invisible. I could have done that if he's too fucking late. Dude. This was your job. <laughs> you should have done this. I gave you guys a whole scene to you get had a prepped. Whole time to do something. Mm-hmm. You just talked about nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I. <gasps> Veranda got a natural 20 on her stealth. Nice. She's holding her breath. 21 for Jack. Oh my goodness. Pretty good, Jack. Wow. I rolled a 14. 
All right. It's not bad. It's not it could the be best, worse. Could be better. Yeah. And a 15 for Doran. That's not bad. Yeah. It's that hay that's covering me. Yeah. <laughs> roll with hay advantage. <laughs> you guys can go ahead and roll initiative for me as well. Sure. Love. To- cha 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 cha. 18 till I die. That's okay. 10. 8. It's a 12. Ossipete walks in, following Red into the darkness, and he closes the door. Her eyes drift up to the rafters and then shoot beside her. She has noticed a couple of you, but not everyone. So in this surprise round, the only people who get to act are those who are still disguised in the dark corners of this place that includes jack and veranda oh (laughs) so she pinpoints mari in the rafters and doran hiding under five pieces of hay (laughs) entirely missing the sneaky wizard in the corner and her daughter further back in the darkness Mm -hmm. let's get down to fucking business First, we have Red acting, followed by Jack. All right. Red, start us off. Sorry about this, baby. It's not personal. It's business. And I would never kiss you. You're not my type. I don't really have a type. My sexuality... (laughs) She takes 10d8 psychic damage from your wounding words. So Red casts icy mantle on himself as this shimmering icy armor just washes over him and then runs to the far side of the room basically as far in this room and as high up as he can get while still keeping her in sight all right red you cast icy mantle on yourself this shimmering blue shell appears over peter referington's handsome form and then you just with an insane burst of speed (laughs) charge up the stairs and run away (laughs) jack what do you do next jack steps out of cover holding the spell guard sphere in his hand and he just gently tosses it in the air and as it starts to float from his hand so too does Ossipete start to float in the air, I hope. Uh, but I'm going to try and levitate her. I Great. I Great. hope. Let's see. Uh, she can make a constitution save DC 17, please. I hope too. I will. Uh, that's a 19. Oh, bummer. Well, then she could just run out that door. So I'm not going to go too far. But I, So I guess I'm going to step out into the sort of hallway in, in front of her to make myself a, a good target and hope Doran acts before her. Mm-hmm. Axe before her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking your language. Or like that. Nice. Oh, you sweet children. The walking stick she was carrying elongates. She throws a leg over it, and it raises her into the air. Then she disappears. Oh. Is that a is that a spell she's doing to do that that I could counterspell? You want to cast counterspell on this? I would creature? love to counterspell it if it is a spell. Great. Yeah. Make an ability check using your spell casting ability. Uh, sure, I'm going to cast it at the third level. So we'll, uh, thirteen. You fail, Jack. Alas. Yes. Not a good showing for the wizard in the first six seconds. Ossipete pulls this rotten big toe out of a pouch that is 
tied around her waist and she throws it on the ground and as it hits the floor she vanishes well i feel like when she pulls the toe out doran looks down to see if his feet are like all in one piece he's like wow he's like (laughs) wow Doran. just a glance just a glance it's like you see in the background her pull out a toe (laughs) my toe feels funny and then doran's like Hey, <laughs> Is that mine? she's got a toe. Where'd she go? Red, it's your turn. <sighs> All right, I got this. He reaches in the bag of holding and he pulls out one of Jack's ink satchels, like the little things that he dips his quill into. And he quickly just, you know. <laughs> He's been stealing from Jack. <laughs> just out of boredom. And he attaches it to the end of the arrow and he casts Seeking Arrow, which will seek out a target I've seen in the last minute using divination magic. So can she make me a dexterity saving throw? Oof. No. 23. Okay, that's fine. On a successful save, it takes half as much damage. Oh, but I don't learn its location. There you go. Now, that's, I think, if it's around the corner. I still think we're going to see it if it's within eyesight. Like... I don't learn its location in a magical sense, but if it's right above us and I hit it, the arrow's still going to go. I'm going to roll it like this. Anyone who wants to have observed where that arrow goes is going to be making me a perception check before their turn to learn fair. what square this witch is in. That tracks. Deal. Okay. Yeah. So they're going to take half damage, which is as if it were hit by an arrow. <laughs> Eight damage. There she is. Somewhere. I hit her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your arrow sings through the dark barn. And- My magical inks! <laughs> <laughs> those are 10 gold apiece. I made those. Um, the arrow lodges itself in the witch with a shriek. Good. <laughs> uh, can I make a perception roll before my turn ends? Yeah, you can See roll perception. Sure. 16. No, you fail. Okay. Doran, it's your turn. So Doran's going to roll perception to see if he sees where this is. Yeah, you can roll with advantage because of Red's cool ink trick. Uh, there's a little bit of ink dripping into the ground in a dark barn. Black ink dripping onto the ground in, in a, a dark, dark barn. barn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is dark, perception? Dark barn in a dark. That's right. <laughs> That's a 15. Okay, you don't see her. Well, Doran's going to... Um... Give up. <laughs> Fuck it. Just goes to bed. <laughs> we tried it. <laughs> I've stopped caring now. Bye, everyone. <laughs> he opens the door to let some air in. <laughs> wow, what a gust. He's like, I'm going to the bar. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to open these doors out here. and. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something big moved past me. That's fine. Windy, I guess. <laughs> okay, what I'm going to do is, um, as one of my attacks, I'm going to attack the air of where I assume yep. she might be. So I want you to tell me what square you're attacking. So I'm going to attack this square, basically where she was. Okay. All right, Doran, make an attack roll with disadvantage because you can't see her. Well, that just works right in your favor, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That's going to be... Um... Oh, for fuck's sake, Alex. Don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Every time. I just uh... want to play d <laughs> Right. It's going to be a 13 to hit. No, you miss. Okay. So with my first attack, I miss. Mm-hmm. Doran realizes that, yeah, this is this is kind of silly. And he steps back in front of the door. And then he shouts, Jack. Yeah. 
you know, cast one of your spells on this on this witchy witch. And I'm trying. Trust me. <laughs> it. I'm doing my best here. She's powerful. I'm waiting my turn. Try now. Commander strike doesn't work with Jack. I don't think it's a weapon. Oh, attack, oh you're right? trying to commander strike attack. me. I'm not gonna. You trying to commander strike? You trying to fucking do what? <laughs> Known architect Jack. <laughs> I like that. You like that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Any suggestions otherwise? There was a separate wand. It was a fire wand uh, that we got in in the gnome. It was a oh oh Doran. It's a it's a it's a. I remember because I compared it to the dragon's breath. It's a it's a um plume, isn't it? Like it's a it's a cone. That would be way more useful to try to find her. Oh, especially because you're right there, Doran. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. A wand of burning hands with three charges remaining. So each creature within a 15-foot cone makes a dex save. So it would be a gamble. Hmm. Yeah, but I think a cone That's what I mean. Like, if 15 feet's pretty big. That's like this. I don't think Doran could do that and attack with his axe in the same turn. That would be the action. Okay. Leave it for the next turn. But I think that's a great idea for next turn, probably. Doran's going to shout at Red. Hey, take another shot with one of your arrows. Maybe you can hit her. And he's going to give you the commander's strike. All right, buddy. I'll just take a random guess. Red will fire with disadvantage at a random spot. Uh, well, 18 to hit. You miss. I figured. Sorry, Doran. I don't know where she is. That's okay, Red. And Doran's just kind of standing there looking around blankly for anything. Mari, it's your turn. Mari, she's been she's been like trying to hide in there, but the problem is that one, she's bright blue, so it's like really <laughs> obvious in the straw, and also her hair like wasn't tucked in enough, so there's just like all this hair pouring out mm-hmm. um, from the from the straw. But she she stands up. Um, she did see her with the toe, and she just like this. She's like you know she Ew. sort of scans the room and is like foul magic, foul, and she and she taps her eye. And like one tear falls and she catches it and then she snaps her fingers and I'm going to cast create water and create a 30 by 30 foot cube of rain that is, that's falling so that if she's in it and if she's solid, then it should be landing on her. Oh, the daredevil scene. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and Daredevil? Yeah, no, I actually do. <laughs> I actually wasn't referencing that, but I'm thinking about it now. But I mean, also, it's like unfortunately, it's a fucking. It's a. Are you re- wait? Are you referencing the the horrible movie? Yeah. 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 It's gross. Yeah. Oh, that movie is so but, bad. But yeah. Um, my hope is that is that if she, I'm assuming she's still solid. She's invisible, but not incorporeal. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, That's that it, right. That it cool. Would yeah, where's that your would Where's cool. your cube going? Cube it for me. Just wash all that ink off. Thirty by thirty is pretty sizable. Can I Can I roll perception? Roll it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rolled a twenty three. Yeah, dude. Um, she is definitely going to be caught in that square for sure. So she, yeah. So she casts and the rain. There no cloud forms. The rain just starts pouring out of the air in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And that's your action, right? Are you going to yes. do anything else on your turn? Um, I think I'm just going to shift a little bit back <laughs> because I okay. feel like I'm going to be just right in fire and range. Push past Veranda. Yeah, get out of my me. way. Excuse out of my way, loser. No, um, <laughs> I'll I'll stay close to I'll stay close to Veranda. Jack's like, just my luck. <laughs> Jack, as Mari summons water 
from what seems to be the rafters of this barn. It pours down on you. Mm-hmm. You look up, scanning, and you see a form in this rain, this silhouette of empty space hanging in a square. Uh-huh. Yeah, that limits the options somewhat, given that I still can't see her. I just know where she is. But I'm going to pop the Svelgard sphere into a pocket, unholster the wand, and mm-hmm. fire a firebolt at her. Hell yeah. Unholster the wand. She, she's in the rafters over here. How do we like a 16? No, the 16 misses. Oh. Well, everybody had a really clear blast of fire through the rain to see where she was. Uh, mm-hmm. They certainly did. I'm going to move myself sort of towards Doran so that Doran and I are on one side of her mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mari and Red are on the other just so that she's not going to get away from in between us. You hear her voice echo through the barn. You don't actually think I will allow you to hurt me, do you? I already hit you once with an arrow, baby. She flies out from where the rain is now petering out and stopping. And then a sphere of energy ripples out from underneath your feet, Doran and Jack. Mm. Both of you need to make a constitution saving throw. Known constitution haver, Jack Page. (laughs) Well, lucky for Doran. He is quite the constitution haver. You're well constituted? 17. Oh, pretty good. Unnatural 20. Good job, boys. Yeah. Proud of you. Hey. hey oh. <laughs> you know, if you... Uh, 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 never mind. Yeah. <laughs> good job. <laughs> 22 damage. So each of you only take 11 as this negative energy starts pulling your life force down into the ground of this barn and just leeching it out of you. I don't know about you, Jack. I'm really not digging this chick. She's got a lot of negative energy around it's, her. <laughs> yeah, not a good time. <laughs> no, it's Meanwhile, really bringing me down. Everyone in the rafters, so that's Red, Mari, and Veranda, the cobwebs all around you seem to come alive and thin tendrils start coming down to grasp towards you, catching at your hair and your shoulders. Oh, shit. Uh, pretty Trying horrific. to capture you. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw. 19. 18. Okay, Veranda fails. The two of you are fine. So she gets caught up in these cobwebs that seem to be coming alive. And she just starts to get pulled back against the wall of the barn. She's still trying to stay quiet and unseen you see her eyes just go wide, Amari, as she's pulled back against the wood beside you. And then she shakes her head like, don't worry about me. Or don't let me die. <laughs> she's she's, she's really trying to juggle it in her head. Like, which one? <laughs> yes. She sort of, she originally reaches out to try to grab Veranda because obviously mm. this is upsetting. But, uh, mm-hmm. but when she sees that look, Veranda now understands a knowing look. Mari oh, yeah. has her hand back. That's how you know she's on she's the inside. Of the team now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, how we, that's how we know that we've all become buds. We've bonded. Yeah, that's right. That is unknowing look, Veranda. Don't you dare use it. And uh, and keeps crouched down in the rafters. Red, it's your turn. So she flew out of the rain? She did so fly out of the rain. So she's invisible once again. Mm-hmm. Can I roll perception to see if, she's, if there's a dripping 
wet figure. Hey, that's now like you're thinking. Trattling on the, the Tr- wooden floorboards. I'm sorry, trattling? Trattling, you know, yeah. like. Technical term. Yeah. Is yes. Is she, her, that water, she, that's her, what you do when, you, when you're riding a broom, you trattle. It's just the. You trattle. No, it's the sound of the drops falling off. Whether it's the rain trattling or her yes. teeth like shit. chattering, it's like, it's like shit. Oh no! Can you hear her singing the song "Kiss the Rain"? Nineteen. Hey, pretty good actually. Yeah, you're able to sort of suss out where she's at. All right, witch. She's between you, Dorn and Jack. She's coming up. Be careful. And Red is gonna pull back and say, "Swallow this, witch!" And he's gonna fire. Oh. I rolled two. I rolled two sixteens. That's awesome. Nice, cool. nice. Oh, way to go. Let's break some concentration. Twenty-two to hit. Yeah, twenty-two hits. Perfect. Perfect. Twenty-six damage. Oh, oh snap! Not bad. Yeah, very good. Um, Does that taste good? Con save. Let's see. Oh shit! What? Six. Hey, that's the nice. good. Nice. That was a good oh shit. I was really not sure which way you were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, she's rolled, she's <laughs> rolled a net twenty. Breath. Fuck. Yeah, oh, here we yeah. go. Hey, there she is. Red. Oh. This chick uh, takes your arrow to the shoulder, and as she does, the invisibility flickers and then drops, and you see her about ten feet in the air. She's hovering near the entrance, kind of ten feet away from both Doran and Jack. Nice. Red shuts out. All eyes on you, witch. He fires again. Well done. 17 to hit. That hits. Nice. Nice. Get him. Oh, we found the AC then. (laughs) 20 damage. Well done. Excellent. (sighs) Doran, it's your turn. How far off the ground is she? She's about 10 feet in the air. I knew you were going to say something just over. It's unfair. Get taller. Yeah. Doran sees the witch hovering basically above her. And and then... He's looking around for some way to jump up in the two seconds that he has. <laughs> and he sees the stairs and the railing and the balcony. So he literally does like the, the Jackie Chan thing. And he leaps three, four steps at a time. Hop, hop, up the, into the balcony. He, he uses his mobility feet. Dashes Whoa. up these stairs and then leaps into the air off the balcony coming down upon his foe. Off the top rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, the yes. with orc splitter. And he's going to attack her with a tw- 19 to hit. Oh! Nine points of damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing. Now, for a second attack, <laughs> it makes it a little bit more difficult. You're out of movement, probably. I'm just going to run up and do it again. No. Um, Falling can happen later. Take your second swing in the air. Twist around and do some cat shit. Like, this is all happening in six seconds. Uh, Take your swing. I mean, He's not wrong. Yeah, Technically, you that's can a do good whatever point. the fuck you want. That one. Yeah. So, Fall later. Attack now. Do some Bugs Bunny shit. You got this. <laughs> I'm really digging it. Yeah. So you know what? That's great. After Doran takes his first hit, he wriggles his body around midair and manages to continue the momentum of the axe. Aiming for the uh, broom. Cool. Specifically her hands on the broom. That is a 20. There you are. That's a 30 to hit. Wow. So I'm going to roll double my damage die and add my modifier once. (laughs) Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. So proud. (laughs) Oh, man. That's going to be... 
Six and a half. (laughs) (laughs) For round up. 29 damage. Whoa. Doran, as Orc Splitter bites into the wood of this walking stick turned broom, it splinters underneath her, breaks, and she falls. And I cut her hands off in the process. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, damn. Well done, Doran. Wow. Doran lands on the ground on both feet and then sort of uh, looks around in shock. Great job, folks. That was a great, great round. All right, Mari, what do you do? She sees this lady land and the wood falling around her and Doran just sailing through the air both incredibly awkwardly and very gracefully at the same time. It's like that's his yeah. fortune. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. It's kind of like watching like a beautiful brisket sail through the air. Just <laughs> <laughs> beautiful brisket. But that's just yeah. Beautiful. Like 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 you're at a really awkward barbecue. Um and uh, and I'm gonna cast guiding bolt. Nice. Mm. So cool. Twenty three. All right. How much damage? 14 damage, and now she's also glowing because suck it. Oh, you're Hell glowing. yeah. <laughs> she's been invisible this whole time, but now she's extra visible. Yeah. <laughs> right, he reaches up and pulls back and casts forward this beam of light that shoots out and just nails her right in the chest. Look at her. She's pregnant and glowing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jack. Jack pops the Spellguard Sphere out of his pocket, and it starts to hum and ring, and he... Uh, tries to sh- shake the soul out of her body, if there even is one in there. But she could make me a wisdom save, DC 17, please. She rolled a 14. 16 necrotic damage. Starts to pull her life away. All Jack right. backs away a little bit. <laughs> it's Ossipede's turn again. I will feast on your blood. Joke's on you, I taste terrible. No thanks. Uh, Quick, more quips, everyone. Quips <laughs> <and> quips. <laughs> Just get her out of here. Doran, you and I need to do one. I'm probably bland to you. If we quip until we're out of time, she'll just have to die. Deus Ex, Deus Ex. <laughs> um, yeah, she goes invisible again. Ah, fuck this witch. Boo. But you can still pinpoint what square There's she's in. There's a mystical in. dim light glittering on her. Nice. And you still have advantage on them. Yeah. Which will cancel yeah. out with the disadvantage. So you yeah. just have regular Use advantage. Regular advantage. Um, so Doran, this glittering, invisible witch, stands in front of you and she attacks you. Doran, a blast of cold air erupts out of the space in front of you. Doran, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, chilly. <laughs> But I think you're out of he luck. chilly. Because that is a 25. Oh, hey. dang. Nice. Uh, so you would have taken 32 damage, but instead you take 16. You picked the wrong con. <laughs> <laughs> and then she begins to move. You can see this like little sparkling outline begin to move into the back of the barn. Red, it's your turn. Red pulls back his bow and fires. 17. Yes, you hit. Big numbers. Let's roast this witch. 23 damage. Pretty good. Break that con. Break Break that that con. con. Here we go. And let's see it. Do we break that con? (laughs) Let's break that con. Naked grandma! (laughs) No. The shimmering lights disappear. Okay, but I'm going to make an argument. You still know where she is. Yes. Yeah. Because red 
basically it's like can you hit the same spot twice for sure for sure i think red can do that yeah but you still have to fire with disadvantage that's what but i how though like to me the logic of sure at this point red can't see her but red can definitely hit the exact same spot he just that's hit. the mechanics of invisibility bullshit it's the whole point that you bullshit. go invisible bullshit. it saved you just as many times as it's screwed us over it saved Good, you because i rolled an 18 yeah. and a 19 hey, hey. <laughs> Flip it back out of the Let it be known that Harlan is giving me the finger yeah. with both hands. <laughs> Not you. I'm giving the invisible creature the If finger. you roll high enough, you could end the switch right here. Good. Do it. Fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Fuck the switch. I rolled the exact same thing. 23 damage. 23 damage. Red. The form of the witch blinks into view as the invisibility drops and her body falls to the floor. Her appearance changes as if her skin and clothes are melting away. Once a vibrant young woman, her arms and legs elongate and narrow, her fingers growing long black claws, her skin becoming mottled and translucent, pocked by boils and scabs. Her dead face is terrifying. Thin lips pulled into a tight, wide grimace, showing dozens of pointy teeth. Globe white eyes staring up at the ceiling as she twitches her last. Her once fine dress is a tatter of rags. And from the rafters, Veranda calls out of the darkness. Good riddance, mother. And fuck your sisters, too. As the sun sinks below the horizon, and darkness begins to reach out like a claw over Slatefell, in the town square, three wagons stand, lit by the lanterns hanging from their doors. It's a still, clear night, without wind or rain, but suddenly one of the lanterns flickers and goes out. Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Cypress Key, Cytazine, DS, Danny, Default Trauma, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Emma, Ghost, Haley, Harper the Marks, Heather Nichols, JD, Joy Robinson, KR, KM, Cade. Kirsten Wolf, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Marie, Melinda Curley, Mills, Melissa, Merlin, Nimble Dingo, Regan, Wren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, Sky, S-Ray 96, Tara Bite, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, and Zach House. Woo! Nice. Thank you. One lantern out. Oh. 
You guys got two Way more. Way to go. Nice. Good game. Excellent. Cool. Great job, you guys. Oh, yeah. No, well, a new I'm hardcore so punk song. Good riddance, mother, and fuck your sisters, <laughs> too. Thought we just go to the lanterns and just ter- put them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fucking auto win. Let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Blow out the lanterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> just go put some water in The DM just told us. Let's just go there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Speed right, running. Nice. That seemed Perfect. to work out perfectly. Excuse me. People come for the D and D. They so stay for the burps. Yeah. They come for the D and D. They leave because of the burps. <laughs> yeah. We just can't listen to this shit anymore. This is- you know, some people have like audio phobias of that kind of stuff. Yes. And to yeah. those people, I say. But my but my counter argument, and I don't know why, because I shouldn't have to defend Alex, but is that it is very on character and Doran to be like, oh, you know, look at over there. Like to yeah. me, it actually does add. He's kind of like pig pen. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't enjoy it, and I don't enjoy when he does it. But <laughs> and I mean, okay, if if we can put it up like this, I mean, uh, I would burp. Before I would ever fart, like I don't think I'd ever fart into the, you know, I don't, I don't think that sort of humor. Just a lot of spatial rearrangement. Hold on, what is that? If we could put it up like this, what the fuck is the, what's the connecting (laughs) tissue between those two? I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I still have standards. I'm so glad we started recording to capture. So wait, you're saying? (laughs) So you're saying, hey, at least you're you're getting a burp, but you'd never get a fart. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to shit myself on here. It's like, fine. I'm rude that I'll burp, but I'm not rude enough that I'll fart. Oh, so what you're saying is, it's don't rude. worry. This There's is rude, but it's not as rude as it exactly. could be. But, but we've, we've definitely got audio of that somewhere in the backlog. Like, I know that's a thing. That's uh, I mean, not only right. that, we definitely have visual of Alex going. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can okay. just face exactly. It's like this. Like, in the background. And then you really always call it. him out on it, too. Because yeah. he pauses. He was like, I was waiting until... Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> great. All right. Where, where, where are Stupid we? Game. Let's, go yeah. Let's play this God. game. All right. Oh, Ready? Man. I guess Canon Doran doesn't fart, though. Doran <laughs> he doesn't have Doran an asshole. Doran does. I'm just saying Alex doesn't fart on... No, I think I think what you're saying is because burps are okay in Doran's voice, farts are not. I think what you're saying is that Doran canonically doesn't fart, or at least doesn't fart as much what? as he burps. I liked Joe's, I liked Joe's interpretation that canonically Doran doesn't have an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, just bum cheeks. Just blushing, blush, bum cheeks. blushing bum cheeks. Let's do this. All right. I think Doran's actually going to di- try a deceit here, as if as if he's not preparing for attack, but rather he's some drunkard that's fallen asleep in the corner of the a dwarf that she recognizes. Oh, she recognizes yeah. all the cat what? stuff. Yes, yeah. stands with his axe ready. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm so drunk. Piss. Don't Guys. mind. Never mind. Then. We're but it but that's, it's also right. in keeping for Doran to just be like in a random barn. She recognizes me because Flycatcher <laughs> was passing. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 